everyone, I'm Luis from LuisReview.com. You're welcoming you uh, to the new uh, podcast episode. Uh, so this this episode is a little bit, uh, has a, I want to cover uh, a few different things. So, um, so I'm going to get right to it maybe. Um, I know that it, usually I try to bring some news uh, that I've uh, read that, uh, that interests me and that I wanted to share. Uh, but for this episode... Um, I'm just gonna focus on the three films that I'm gonna re- two films I'm reviewing, and um, on a on a series that ended, and I want to get into the Oscars. I mean, I, I'm doing this episode right after the the Oscars uh, have been finished, so I got everything fresh in my mind. I, w- I want to go to a few things, um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go right to it. Um, the first film. That I want to review that is going to have a, a fuller review on my webpage. It's, it's a film, uh, it's not new uh, by, by any means. It's called The Family Fangs and it's a 2015 film and directed by Jason Bateman. Uh, and it stars uh, Nicole Kidman, Jason Bateman, Christopher Walken, and Katherine Hahn, of course. She's famous now for being uh, Agatha on, on, on WandaVision. Um, so I don't know, I really, maybe I was just looking, uh, for something to see, and I saw this one on Amazon Prime, and, uh, I just stumbled on it, and it had a good cast, I mean, Christopher Walken, uh, Nicole Kidman, um, so I decided to see it, um, uh, I don't remember any trailer for this film in 2015, so... Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the story. The story is about two brothers. You have Anne, and you got Baxter. Of course, Anne is played by Nicole Kidman. Baxter is played by Jason Bateman. Who are we? Begin the film with, with them. Well, they're just growing up now. They, they they grew up with parents who like to perform this crazy art uh, acts in the streets, and they call it art. Uh, for example, the film stars. As Baxter is robbing uh, um, a bank, he's like performing like a robbery, but he's just asking for the whole box of candy that she has, and suddenly something that someone shoots at someone, and when it it turns out they're they're the family who's just doing something to stir uh, the people who have no idea what's going on, uh, so they grew up with that, so. Uh, Baxter, then we see them growing up, and Baxter has an accident, and they're all brought back together after years of, of being apart. Um, of course, there are conflicts between the kids and the parents, uh, and the parents disappear, and this makes them think, is this real, is this an act? And brother and sister go on this journey to try to find out uh if in fact their parents were murdered, or is it just another scheme uh, that they did? And I'm not gonna spoil the ending. If you're interested, you will have to see it. I I love the story actually. I think I found myself uh, liking, really enjoying the film. Uh, I think there are a lot of films uh, that cover families and the scars, uh, but this one had a unique thing. It had because of what the parents did or how crazy it all was. So, based on that, um, I think it was really a very original story, in my opinion. 
And um, I think we as an audience uh, kind of go through the emotions with the characters because we don't know whether they did get killed or whether this happened or whatever. Or, or We don't know. So we're, we're on the journey with them. And I think that made the film interesting to me. It's not funny, but it's, it has these moments where you just have to laugh because of the craziness. Um, so I found the film to be interesting and um, really watchable, I think. Of course, when you got um, uh, Christopher Walken, a uh, great actor, and this performance, I felt like it was a little bit unique from a lot of what I've seen recent uh, from Walken. And of course, Nicole Kidman and Jason Bateman, they're all both, they're all great. I mean, when you look for performances, I think the film has good performance on it. Uh, so it's called The Family Fang. I kind of saw it on Amazon Prime. Uh, so if you have Prime and you're looking for a film to see, um, it's not a masterpiece. I'm not saying that, but it's enjoyable. It's, a, it's not that long of a film. And I think, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I have to say, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and of course, this week we get the big premiere. And the big premiere, of course, is uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. Okay, so I'm going to get into Mortal Kombat. I won't spoil anything. Uh, of course, the film is directed by Simon McCoy. It stars Louis Tan, Jessica McNamee, Josh Lawson. Um, of course, it has a lot more of the cast. Uh, I have to be honest, I like Mortal Kombat the game, uh, but I haven't played all the variations of it. So, I, I mean, I'm not that big of a... I mean, I enjoy the classic uh, Super Nintendo game and all that, but I don't remember or being that uh, big on, on the whole Mortal Kombat, but I, I did want to see the film. Um, so the film, basically, um, uh, the story is hard to describe because it's just... Uh, what, what I could say maybe is that there's these two forces... Uh, the Earth and the and another domain, which I forgot what it was called, out outworlds, and and what are the outworlds want to prevent is that there pre there's a prophecy that they will lose in the tournament and they will lose forever the ability to take over Earth. So what they want to do is beat those champions before the tournament, so they win the tournament. So. I think it takes the Terminator concept, uh, but it multiplies it by a lot of fighters. So, uh, on, on that sense, uh, that's basically what the film is about. We, we get to see each character fighting individually uh, until they somehow get together and fight again. Something like that. That's mainly the story. Uh, so, okay, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I didn't like the dialogue. I didn't like most of the characters in terms of the the development of the. But but these films, I don't know. We are not looking for um, an Oscar calibrated uh, script. I know that. Uh, but you know, give, but at the same time, uh, I'm working hard maybe. <laughs> 
But I will say this, the, the, the beginning sequence was awesome. Uh, all the fight sequence, I think they looked great. I think they were very, very loyal to the game. Uh, I mean, we saw Scorpion with get over here thing and Sub-Zero was a badass uh, villain. Um, so it had his good things. I think it's, I think it's an entertaining film. Uh, don't expect, uh, just like the 80s, you know, just look at it like a film. Uh, with, with mindless action, maybe. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, like I said, I mean, if, if you get your mindset in that I just want to see the fights, I think you'll enjoy the film. But, but, but there were some moments when I just, you know, get on, get on with it. And there were some characters that I didn't quite like, uh, like the one who was supposed to be the big, uh, um, I forgot his name, which is a character which I read was not part of the, of the original game. So what can I say? I mean, uh, I was entertained. Um, it had, it had a lot of good moments, uh, especially, uh, the fights, you know, the fights were the best. It was really bloody, so it was loyal to the game in that regard. Uh, the acting, it's, uh, what can I say, tolerable. I didn't quite like, because, I don't know, sometimes I feel like, like games, when they transform into film, the actor just forces so much to be so alike uh, the game that it just turns out bad as a bad performance. Uh, but if you, I think for this film, you cannot be focused on that. I wasn't focused on that, and, and I enjoyed it. Uh, do I think it's a great film? No. But uh, it's not as bad as it could have been. I just leave it at that. Um, so that's Mortal Kombat. Uh, it's now available on HBO Max and on the movie theater. So if you want to check it out. Now, the series that I, I wanted to talk about quickly, of course, is the... Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, which ended, you know, it ended uh, with Friday's, last Friday's release. So, I mean, my main thing with this show is that I think I had low expectations on it, and uh, thankfully it surpassed them. I think it took a show that I thought was not going to be good, and, and I was surprised. I mean, the characters were developed, uh, we got to know a little bit better. Sam and Bucky, because they've been part of the MCU films, but we don't get to know them as, as characters. They just appear and fight as Captain America psychic. So it was good. It was good to see uh, Bucky, especially Bucky, and how they they expanded his story. Of course, you got Simo, which stole the show. Uh, so the show wasn't perfect. I did like the ending. Some people have said that they don't like the ending. I liked. Uh, Falcon and his new suit. Uh, the last episode had a lot of action in it, so that made it. So that was great for me. But at the same time, it, it kept going uh, with having a good story. Uh, so it, I think it's not. I like One Division more, but this one is not a, as a, a bad show. And uh, of course, now we go into the next one, which is going to be Loki. Uh, I do have uh, expectations for that one. Uh, so hopefully it continues uh, to, to, you know, with the charm and the success that Marvel now has as uh, used to. Um, so did I like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, they were, uh, I think, 
there were some great uh, episodes. There was maybe one who was, but uh, of course, I gotta mention Walker, uh, who was supposed to be the new Captain America. I think his character uh, was never made to be liked, uh, but I, I really liked the way they, they handled uh, that character and his uh, future in the MCU, how they established it. So I think it was a good show. I really enjoyed the sixth episode. Maybe it sh I they should have made it a bit longer. Maybe just like one day, eight episodes. Uh, but who knows why they did it this way. Um, so it's a great show. And it, you can see all episodes now on on Disney+. Plus. All right. So um, basically those, those were the, the reviews that I wanted to share this week. Those are, are the main things uh, that I've seen this week, of course. Uh, the only news I had was that I read that we're going to get a new season of Cobra Kai uh, still in 2021, so maybe at the end, towards the end of the year, we might get the new season, which is great. Um, so let's get into the Oscars. I mean, the Oscars uh, just ended right now, and uh, the show itself. The show itself was nice, of course. Uh, we couldn't get the same kind of show we, we would have gotten because of the, of the pandemic. Uh, so it lacked the fun and the comedy that a good host uh, would bring. The host they used did a great job because they just introduced, uh, they explained movies and, 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 and kind of gave us a behind the scenes uh, feel about the nominees uh, when explaining when they started and all that. So the show itself was nice, uh, but it did lack, of course, it's not a, I'm not criticizing it, I understand it, I'm just saying it lacked it. Uh, but it was, it was okay. Uh, it was, uh, in terms of the show and how it was arranged, I think it was, it was good. Uh, but this has to be the year where I least agree uh, with the winners, and I'm gonna go with it. Uh, Category by category. Uh, I'm not going to cover all of them, of course, uh, because there are a lot, but <laughs> I'm going to cover a few. When it comes to on original screenplay, I'm so glad uh, that Emerald Fennell won for Promising Young Woman. Uh, I have to say that that film, I think, is just a good film. It was, you know, very well written and very well acted. Um, so I, I agree with that one. Um, but at the screenplay, the winner was uh, The Father. Now, I, I like The Father, uh, but I think in terms of the nominees, uh, I think One Night in Miami, I enjoyed it more. Uh, because The, the Father was, a, it was good. I'm not denying it. I did like it. It was a good film. And I'm worthy of, of this win. You know, I'm, just, I'm just maybe saying which ones I prefer. But that, this is just an opinion. This is like sports. There's no right or wrong, and you can not agree with me. I, I completely understand that. Uh, so visual effects, sound. Um, let me see. I wanted to get, oh, best picture. Okay. I'm going to go with best picture. I'm kind of looking at, at their weapon. So, so best picture, I knew this was, this was going to happen. I just knew it uh, from the moment I saw the film. I knew Nomadland would win. 
This is the kind of film the Academy loves to give awards to. I don't know why. Uh, okay, I want to be clear. I'm not saying the movie was bad. I liked the movie. I liked uh, Francis McDormand's performance. Uh, but the movie is not something that I would say is extraordinary. I mean, yes, it's moving. Yes, it shows um, this this community. Uh, which of course is is interesting the 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 land the scenery it's it's a beautiful film I'm not denying that but when I look at the other films and I want to look at the uh, the power in the film the message okay the trial of the Chicago Seven is a far better film than Nomadland in my opinion. Um, the Promising Young Woman, what a statement it makes. Uh, another excellent film. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, powerful film. Um, and a good film, you know. Uh, it has a little bit of everything. It's interesting, it's kind of suspenseful. Uh, of course, my pick was Promising Young Woman because of all the films, I think it was the one that most moved me. I'm not saying, uh, you know, you don't have to agree with me. Uh, but... I just don't think that Nomadland was the best picture. That's just my opinion. And again, not that it's bad. I enjoy the movie. But I think, I think the, of, among the other films, I think there, there were other films that were better in terms of drama, in terms of, of the movie as a whole. Um, but I, I knew I knew this, this was going to win. Um, uh, music, original song also surprised me. I, I did not expect Fight For You to win. Um, I haven't heard the song, so I'm not going to critique it. All I'm saying is that I th my favorite song uh, was EOS, uh, it was seen from the Life Ahead movie, which I think was totally ignored uh, by the Academy. And that, that song is beautiful. And when you see the film, when the, when the song plays in the moment in the film, it's just so moving, so perfect. Um... But again, I did see Judas and the Black Messiah, but I don't remember uh, paying that much attention to the song, so I'm not going to critique it. All right, so <clears throat> the other important category is the acting. I'm not going to get into directing because I agree. In terms of directing, I don't mind Nomadland winning because I understand uh, what the director was trying to do. And by doing it with real people surrounding Dormant, I am I in that regard yes I do think she should have won uh, the best director uh, because uh, I I can I can see what she did in in terms of that movie in terms of the direction of it uh, whether or not I, I believe it's the best film or not no I, but I believe her her work as the director I think it was worthy of the win by all means. Um, Okay, let's see. The animated feature film, The Winner Was Soul. Um, it's a good film, but I, I preferred Onward. I loved the story and the adventure of, of the whole film. A little bit more than Soul. Okay, actress in a supporting role. Um, the winner was Feminari, uh, which is Yu Jong Yoon. I'm sorry if I don't pronounce it uh, well. So, in, I mean, I wanted Glenn Close to win. Um, but it, I knew for a film like Hillbilly Elegy, 
it was going to be hard. Uh, but I think she did, she deserved the win on this one. But I have not seen Minari. And I'm not going to make the mistake of saying she didn't uh, deserve it because I haven't seen it. I want to see it. I mean, uh, uh, last year, Parasite uh, won big and it was a good movie. And, it was, and uh, I don't know what Minari is about yet. I haven't seen that much of trailers, but I do want to see it. I'm just waiting for the rental cost to go a little bit down. Um, but I did want Glenn Close to win. Uh, but I'm just saying this uh, because I think she deserved it. But I haven't seen Minari, so I can't say that with such authority or, or whatever that, that she should she deserved to win and the other one not. Uh, okay, so actress in a leading role. Again, I thought I knew two. I knew there were two possibilities, and that was Andrew Day and Frances McDormand. Uh, now the Oscar went to Frances McDormand. Um, yes, she is a fantastic actress. Uh, but I think, I mean, I, I would have, I would have not mind if Viola Davis won because she, she was amazing in her performance in My Lady's Black Body. Uh, but as a Kirby was amazing in Pieces of a Woman, and Carrie Mulligan just was so good in Promising Young Woman. Any of those three, I would have been fine. Um, as much as I love Frances McDormand, I think she has she has won uh, too many Oscars. Uh, and this year, and I'm, uh, I know, uh, Girl's Dream has a lot, Jack Nicholson has a lot. If you're good, you're good, and if you deserve it, you deserve it. But I, I just don't think her performance uh, stood out like the other, like the other ones did. I mean, you if you look at pieces of a woman. Uh, Vanessa Kirby is so powerful. Carrie Mulligan is so powerful. Viola Davis is amazing in it, and Frances McDormand is moving, but she just looks like she's just going through. I don't know. I can't explain it. Um, it just didn't stood out for me, just like the film. They were good, but not something, something that I can say that it stood out for me. And another disappointment, uh, Best Actor in a Leading Role. Uh, not disappointment because, I mean, Anthony Hopkins in The Father, uh, he was amazing in it. I mean, he was really, really good in it. There's no denying it. Um, but I was, my heart was set with Chadwick, and not because he died, because the, he he was really amazing in my Rainey's Black Body. Uh, he was an amazing performance, and I think he deserved the win, whether he was dead, or, whether he was alive or dead. Honestly, it has nothing to do with that. And I don't like the movie, honestly. But his performance, I mean, was so powerful. I mean, he was the only thing good. He and Viola, were, I think, they were the only reasons to see that film, uh, in my opinion. But Anthony Hopkins. He's a legend. Uh, I think this is his second or third third Oscar. Surely his second because he won for Silence of the Lambs. And supporting role, I completely agree. Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Although I, I'm kind of confused because the two main actors of that film are nominated in supporting role. So who was the, the lead? Good question. Uh, so anyway, th th those are the, like the main uh, 
the main Oscar, the uh, the main uh, categories that I wanted to t go into a little bit about. Again, this is just my opinion. Um, I am I. There are years where I just don't agree with most of the wins, and this one is kind of a, like a shock. Cause I I kind of do not agree with any of them, but you know. I don't mind Anthony Hopkins, but I just think Chadwick should have won. Uh, but Anthony Hopkins was really good in it. it. Was really great in the film. So, so anyway, that's just my take on it. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, remember, this is just my opinion. Don't kill me in the comments. Uh, it's just my thoughts on it. Obviously, if you love the winners, then that's great. That's great. Anyway, here, see you next time. Have a good day.